Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Really pleased to say that we've got uh, Danny Hay with us, the, the All-Whites coach. Uh, it's now 90 minutes away from... Uh, his team uh, sending us to the FIFA World Cup final for the third time in our history and just standing between us, of course. And that goal is Costa Rica. It's been confirmed it will be on June 15th, New Zealand time. Um, and this morning we found out at least one of the teams they'll play in the lead-up before heading to Qatar for the World Cup but a playoff is that uh, Peru. So uh, that's good news that we've got something lined up there. Uh, welcome to the show, Danny. Great to talk to you. Uh, are you actually back in New Zealand? I mean, how long you spent here this year? G'day, Smithy. How are you? Long, long time no chat, but yeah, you're right. It's, <laughs> um, it's actually I'm a little bit of a stranger in my own home. I think the uh, the family has, has sort of taken a look and thought, who's this? Who's this weird man um, hanging about? Because <laughs> it, yeah, it's been few and far between. That's for sure. Well, you've been doing a great job because uh, you've uh, had to. Uh, I mean, you've had to really tie a lot of things in together whilst you've been based overseas. I mean, that must have been an interesting task in itself. Yeah, it was. Look, it, it, it did give me the opportunity to um, get to Europe and uh, connect with a number of um, the players and their, their club environments and their coaches, um, which which wasn't a bad thing at all. Um, but yeah, look, we've you know since the Olympics, it's been it's been great. We've we, you know we've had games, we've been busy, teams been active. Um, I think we're we're heading in the right direction. Um, the you know the environment we've created, the culture we've got going, I think is is one we can be really proud of, and I think the players are you know showing that out on the pitch. Right. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about Costa Rica. We know the time, we know the day. Uh, it's around about seven weeks' time, which uh, doesn't give you long, or does it? Does it give you enough time? Well, I think the sheer fact that we've you know like I said we've been we've been very active through the Olympics and obviously the back end of last year and now coming off the back of um, you know the Oceania qualifiers we're um, we're pretty familiar with each other um, and now obviously having Peru confirmed um, we'll have a bit of time leading into that game up in up in Europe together um, we're, and we're hoping to confirm another game uh, that will be mm-hmm. announced hopefully shortly back in Doha so we're going to get a couple of good opportunities to prepare to prepare for Costa Rica, but you know they're 31 in the world. They're a, they're a good team, but um, you know we're not going to die wondering. We're going to give it a right 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 good go. Okay, let's look at Costa Rica and their style of football. Um, uh, you, you say you've confirmed Peru and hopefully someone else um, uh, as well. Uh, is that a like for like preparation? I mean, Peru, Costa Rica. What co- style of football did Costa Rica play? Yeah, look, we've um, done quite a bit of analysis already um, on, on Costa Rica for obvious reasons, but they're a, they're a big side. Um, you know, they score a lot of goals from, from set pieces. 
so that's an area we're going to have to, you know, really arm up in uh, and make sure that we're we're not vulnerable um, to conceding soft set pieces. Um, they're very good on the counter attack. Uh, and I think the thing about them is they're highly experienced. So you look at the age of their team, uh, the amount of caps they've got, the amount of time they've spent together. Uh, incredibly experienced, which is you know uh, quite a contrast to us. But that's part of the reason we're playing Peru. They're very much in a in a, in a similar boat. They're they're a highly experienced team, um, huge amount of caps together. Uh, will also be dangerous from set pieces. If people will remember when we played them uh, over in Peru in the second leg of the last last World Cup qualifying rounds. Um, so look, there's going to be some there'll be some real aspects that will that will transfer across them. I think the chance to play against somebody like Peru, 22 in the world, uh, with the quality that they possess, is going to we're going to find out a lot about ourselves and, and hopefully um, strengths and weaknesses, which will give us a, a good lead into to Costa Rica, which which obviously it's all about. Okay, and that match will be played in Doha, of course. Uh, that's a, a climate that's so far from removed from uh, New Zealand, in particular, and the UK, I would imagine. Uh, so you've got to get those guys uh, acclimatised somehow. What's the earliest you can get them over there? Yeah, so so we'll spend we'll spend um, you know the best part of ten days, um, twelve days in in Malaga in Spain where we'll acclimatise. The nice thing is it has been confirmed by FIFA once we get to Doha, um, and obviously we know in June uh, the, the heat is going to be ridiculous. The conditions are going to be ridiculous, so we will be playing in the brand new air conditioned stadium. Um, that's one thing they have confirmed. So it's quite incredible, obviously, what they've been able to do over there in terms of preparing for the World Cup and the quality of the stadiums they've been able to build. Uh, and and so we'll be playing that game against Costa Rica on one of those. So they're saying it will be, you know, between 20, 21 degrees. So it should be it should be okay for us. Right, Danny. Well, one of the issues in the lead-up tournaments, etc., has been availability of players uh, in terms of finding windows, etc. Uh, this, I understand, is a window where you basically have your whole squad available to you. Is that true? Yeah, that's right. So it's, a, it's an official FIFA window where from the 30th of May through to the, the 14th, the 15th, obviously, the game, um, we, we, we get all the players that, that we want. So, look, I'm going to have to make some tough decisions around uh, naming the squad. You know, I think we've, we've seen over particularly last year that we've got some young players that are starting to emerge and and showing some real quality. Um, we're probably in a better position in terms of squad depth than we ever have been in the past. Obviously, I'm fortunate that we're, we're not going to get Ryan Thomas. Um, you know, He's a player that is important to us, has a huge amount of quality, but he still has an ongoing knee injury and, and hasn't played any significant football for a very, very long time now. So that's a real shame. Um, we're hoping that Sarpreet Singh will be able to, to uh, get back to full fitness in time, hoping that he'll come and spend a little bit of time here in New Zealand. Uh, and we can do a little bit of work with them before we head over to Europe. So let's uh, look at the program for uh, whittling, whittling da- the squad down. I mean, for instance, how many players would you have used uh, in this campaign? Would you have any idea? Oh, look, I, I, actually, I don't know the exact number, but um, you know, we, we're talking next week um, to uh, a, a group of about 42 players. Uh, so that just shows how many professionals we've got, you know, playing playing mainly overseas. Obviously, we've got a few with the Phoenix as well. Uh, it's nice to see them actually back on our shores as well. So yeah, we're in a, we're in a great space. And like I said, we're going to have to make some some really tough decisions. Um, it's not going to be easy. 
some players are going to be disappointed, they're going to be left out, but that's actually a sign of the, the space we're in at present, that we, we've got that sort of depth. So your program now would be, um, after you've talked to these guys, uh, obviously you won't have the, um, the availability to get them together um, too much as, as the squad that you would like because of their uh, commitments in Europe, etc. But uh, so, h- how do you how do you go about whittling it down to what a final number of twenty four is or twenty three? Yeah, we'll, we'll probably end up taking twenty four to twenty six players. So we'll just see how that how that transpires. But look, you know, I guess the with modern technology, um, you know, the players can't hide. I get to see by Y scale instead, um, you know, various other mediums. I get to see every single game that they play. So there genuinely is nowhere to hide. So we get to see the type of form they're in, um, how well they're playing, how well they're going to suit the way that we want to play. Um, obviously keeping in mind um, the opposition that we're going to come up against, being, being mainly Costa Rica. Uh, so we've, we've got, a, we, like I said, we've got some tough decisions to make around that. And players have got you know the best part of a couple of weeks now to really put their best foot forward. And they, you know, they're going to be reminded of that on Tuesday. This is really cutthroat. Uh, one game, uh, Danny, in the past, we've sort of had home and away clashes, etc., to get through uh, to that uh, final World Cup berth. Uh, do you like the cutthroat uh, side of things? A one-off on a neutral ground? Oh, look, I would have, I would have loved the opportunity to to bring this this young and exciting all white side down to New Zealand and play in front of our home fans. I think um, I think all the players were excited about that prospect. I know New Zealand football were as well. So it's a real shame that we haven't had the opportunity to do that. Um, but the reality is now it's, it's, it's one game. It's 90 minutes. And you'll have probably a lot of people look at um, the world rankings and go it's 31 against 101 in the world and it should be an easy win for Costa Rica. But over the course of 90 minutes of football, I think we've shown that you know, we can compete against, against good sides. So as I said earlier, we're not going to die wondering, that's for sure. Well, uh, Oceania aside... Um, you know where we quite often go into those qualifying tournaments as pretty warm favourites for, for obvious reasons. But quite often we play with that tag anyway, don't we? Uh, and we we play that with that underdog yeah. tag. Yeah, and, and that's something actually we've spoken about as a team that you know we we want we want to lose that we want to lose that tag. We, we've got um, a real real positive sense amongst this team, a real sense of belief uh, that. You know, and I think a little bit is around the youthfulness of us. Obviously, we've got um, some highly experienced players, and you automatically you think of the likes of Chris Wood and Winston Reid and the experience they bring. But by and large, we're a very young side, and with that comes that sort of mentality around no fear, and that's something that you know, as as a head coach, I've tried to enhance and tried to play a a, a different brand of football to probably what um, past all white sides have. I know definitely when I was a player. Um, you know, we, we, we took a somewhat of a negative approach. I think we've shown, particularly over the course of last year, that, you know, we can play with some real courage and play a different brand of football that's a bit more exciting. So, Danny, you've been a long, a really long and experienced uh, career on the pitch as a player with uh, a number of, uh, of notable achievements. Uh, what about the coaching side of it for you? Uh, where does that rank alongside the playing side of things? Yeah, actually, funnily enough, I think I get more joy out of um, out of the coaching, and I know that it's it's not always the the easiest thing. You get, uh, you know, if the team's going well, the players are going well. If the team's performing poorly, that's the coach. So yeah, you know, it's a little bit cutthroat around around that aspect. But actually, I enjoy I enjoy being able to 
you know, manage a, a wider group. As a player, you can be very selfish and you can think about just yourself. Um, as a coach, you're obviously thinking about uh, multiple people, and I'm very fortunate. We've got a, got a great great staff at the moment, but you know, I'm, I'm enjoying the journey. Look, I'm I'm loving it. You know, it was something that I didn't think I was initially going to go into, and then fell into a role at Sacred Heart College and spent many years, you know, sort of developing as a coach. I've got to say, when I look back, I was pretty average to start with, and still got a player's <laughs> mentality. But uh, you know, that's it was the best thing I ever did was go into that that sort of real grassroots level. And, and sort of develop, and I'm still look. You know, I'm far from uh, uh, perfect. I'm I'm still learning and growing and developing. Um, but I think we're on a we're on a nice little journey at the moment inside New Zealand football. I look at uh, coaches. I love the body language of coaches, whether it's the NBA, uh, the major league, uh, any any aspect. Yeah, we we get uh, <coughs> cameras and coaches boxes at rugby these days. Rugby league. Uh, I look at you on the sideline, uh, Danny Hayne, compared to a lot of uh, European. Um, South American type coaches, you look uh, relatively calm, almost as if you're not even there. For instance, I mean, is that really is that the re- is that the real Danny Hay? Well, I think most people know it's probably not the real me, but I, I think that's that's you know it's part of it. You've you've I think if I'm if I'm controlling my emotions and and staying as calm as I can, then that will that will sort of bleed out onto the players. If I'm getting up in arms with everything. And, and showing far too much emotion, particularly negative emotion, then I think that that can affect the players. I look back myself as a player, uh, and that was probably a big learning that I that I undertook from my time at Sacred Heart. I used to used to kick every ball and f and blind that because I was so frustrated. But ultimately, I had to have a look at myself, and um, that was a change that I made. I think the players still know that you're you're there, you're supporting them, like you're whether they're going through a moment of adversity, you're trying to drive that. And affect them, but but in a in a, in a positive way. Um, and like I said, I try to control myself first and foremost before you know you impact the players. I guess one of the things that you've, you'll be sitting on uh, on tender hooks really about now is, is injuries going forward. There's still a lot of football for a lot of these squad members to play. So uh, you really don't mm. want your phone to ring too often, do you? In that respect. Oh mate, look, honestly, I wake up every morning, and and I'll tell you, it's sort of it's heart in the mouth stuff. Um, just checking to to see that you haven't got any messages where, you know, somebody's fallen over. But you're right, there is still a lot of football to be played from a lot of these players. Um, so it's yeah, it's, it's literally touching every bit of wood around you to, to hope for the best. Um, and look, the reality is something yeah. may pop up, but but I think the one thing we've done is develop quite a bit of depth inside the squad. So you know, hopefully somebody else can step up if that was to happen. So if I had to ask you right here and now, are you, are you really close? Are you, would you be closer? If, bearing in mind everyone available to you, which, was, which would be the perfect scenario, how close to a starting 11 would you be? Yeah, look, I think in, in my mind, um, pretty close, pretty close to that. Um, that said, there's, there's, you know, we just touched on it, there's still a lot of football, club football to be played by these guys. And when we get together and we've got games, you know, against Peru and then hopefully one other as well, one other very good quality game, you know, things can change. Uh, and particularly in professional sport, it can change quickly. So that'll come down to form, um, how, how players are feeling as well, you know, like the mental aspect. Um, leading into a big game. So ultimately, we've got to be, as a coaching staff, over all of that um, so that we can put you know, the best 11 out on the pitch to give ourselves the best chance possible in making the World Cup. I mean, it's, 
it's incredible what's at stake. It's so exciting. It just could be massive for the country and for the game. Oh, I think you summed it up beautifully there. I was, I was, uh, was going to ask you a final question. I don't need to because uh, I think you've really put it, you've, you've nailed it there. And uh, Danny, all I can say is uh, we're right behind you. Of course, you know that. Um, great to have you home. For, and I'm sure the family appreciate that as well. But uh, we're so looking forward to what's uh, coming up. And uh, uh, like you, we hope uh, we don't hear any news of any other defections and uh, you can get on and, and uh, attack this Costa Rican side. Uh, the way that you want to. Uh, good luck, mate, uh, and thanks for your time this morning. Good on you, mate. Great to chat again. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.